Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based channel championship team man it's already week 10 of the season let's break it down on fantasy baseball today in five welcome into fbt in five today is friday may 26th i am frank sample joined by scott white and let's get into our week 10 preview starting with the schedule eight teams have seven games next week 20 teams have six games and two teams have five games. That is the Royals and the Cardinals. Starters sit these fringe two-star pitchers. And up first is Kodai Senga facing the Phillies and the Blue Jays, both at home. Tough matchups and a pitcher who's been pretty unreliable overall, specifically in terms of walks. Kodai Senga has done a pretty good job keeping runs off the board considering all the walks. But I think this is a points league only uh, choice for this week with those tough matchups. Probably going to do too much whip damage for Roto. Domingo Herman in his first start back from suspension at the Mariners and at the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm thinking no. Obviously, he's there. There have been times this year where we've recommended him, but <laughs> you, you got to think they'll have a close eye on him for sticky substances. And and was that fueling his success before the suspension? I'd I'd rather steer steer clear of Domingo Herman. JP France has done some interesting things since being called up to the Astros. He is home against the Twins and Angels next week. Yeah, I don't trust him yet. I'd, I'd pass. Yusei Kikuchi is still 81% rostered, likely because he is a SPARP on CBS. He is home against the Brewers and at the Mets. I, I could see doing it in the points league if you want to take advantage of that relief pitcher eligibility, but he's been pretty rough lately. So I'm choosing not to. 
Let's get into the two-star pitchers to add and stream next week. This is a pretty fun group here, Scotty. Yeah, so begin with Michael Kopech, who's dominated his last two outings. All of the two-star, all all the interesting two-star pitchers have one really good matchup, one really bad matchup this week. Same for Kopech, Angels, but also Tigers. If he picks up where he left off, though, it may not matter who he's facing. That fastball is just sizzling right now. I also like Bobby Miller. He had a great debut against the Braves, and he gets the Nationals and Yankees this week. So hopefully he can continue the good pitching. Brian Bayo has been on a nice run over his last five starts. He gets the Reds and the Rays. If nothing else, he keeps the ball on the ground about as well as anybody. So hopefully that'll limit the damage in that Rays matchup. Going a little further down the list here, these are more points league only recommendations. Logan Allen at Baltimore at Minnesota. That Minnesota matchup a little better than it appears because they're so bad against lefties. Uh, Cal Quantrill also at Baltimore at Minnesota. He's not a lefty, of course, but he tends to throw a lot of quality starts. So if you're if you're looking to to hopefully get an extra one of those in a points league, you could look to Cal Quantrill. And if you miss out on the two-star pitcher, Scott, I see you have five single-start streamers for Week 10 as well. Yes, we got James Paxton against the Reds. He's given up some hard contact, but overall I liked what he, I've, I like what he's done coming back for Tommy John surgery, and that's a good matchup for him. Miles Michaelis at Pittsburgh, believe it or not, he all of a sudden has... A sub two ERA, one ninety eight ERA in his past six starts. Still giving up hard contact. Still not getting a lot of strikeouts. So I don't trust Miles Michaelis necessarily, but at Pittsburgh, I think that's a favorable enough matchup to ride the hot hand. Edward Cabrera against the A's. Hopefully, he can keep the walks down. Uh, and also Brandon Fott against the Rockies. Risky play there, obviously, but Rockies on the road. That's. That's a really good matchup, and Fott's looked a little better recently. Let's move over to the hitters. Best hitter matchups for next week, the Marlins, Braves, Rockies, Brewers, and Giants. The worst hitter matchups, Yankees, Tigers, Angels, Astros, and Reds. Shout out to Jorge Soler. Well, actually, shout out to Scott for telling you to pick up Jorge Soler. But, man, if you picked him up for this week, just enjoy the ride because the Marlins have uh, the number one hitter matchups next week as well. Scott, your favorite sleeper hitters for Week 10. So you mentioned the Giants have the fifth-best matchups. I like a lot of Giants this week. Lamont Wade, particularly since they have five righties on the schedule. He has more walks than strikeouts against righties. He's been a disciplined hitter overall, but I I think he's one of the more under-rostered hitters right now, 43%. That's Lamont Wade. His teammate, Michael Conforto, just red hot, uh, hitting a lot of home runs. He makes for a good play. Also, J.D. Davis and Casey Schmidt, I think, are fine choices to start. Marcelo Zuna has had a monster May after a dreadful April, and he's back to playing every day for the Braves. And we might as well ride this for however long it lasts, especially with him having the second-best hitter matchups this week, three games against the A's pitching staff. The Marlins also have three games against the A's pitching staff. Jorge Soler's two roster to recommend here now, but Brian De La Cruz isn't. And particularly in a five-outfielder league, you might want to look to him again. The Twins have seven games, pretty good matchups, and only one lefty on the schedule. So I think Edward Julian, Alex Kirilov both make for decent plays. And finally, Owen Miller has been very hot for the Brewers. They have the fourth-best matchups. 
I don't think he's going to be a long-term option for you, but he's eligible just about everywhere. And as I said, hot hand player right now. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also, just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life, while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger, and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.